Good evening, all you creatures of the night and late night prowlers. This is the latest podcast episode in gore and guts, slashers, screams, and squeals, the paranormal and the fucking supernatural. Talking about all those movies which conjure up your nightmares, this is It Records. Good evening, all you creatures of the night. Welcome back to the It Records podcast. Thank you, one and all, for joining us. Tis I, Matt Johnson, one of your hosts of this wonderful podcast. And as always, I'm joined with the amazing, the magnanimous, the always charming Lindsay Clark and Peter Hansen. Guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. I, oh, I anytime. You I'm glad you could make it in your schedule. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it got caught in my throat a little bit, but I, I got it out. If... <laughs> don't get don't get sick on us now. We don't we don't need you coughing and having a fever. Exactly, especially not at a right. time like this. Right, that wouldn't be good for for podcasts. Nobody wants to hear coughing or sneezing across the airwaves. It's just bad air. I already clear my I already clear my throat literally. a lot, so I'm sure people would really appreciate more more of that. I think they would. I think it's become a staple of the show. Yeah, it, uh, people are looking for it. You take a shot every time Pete clears his throat. Is uh, what would you call someone who enjoys sounds? Like, so what's what's the word where someone really likes sounds? Like, is is there a word for that? Like, be. you know, really crisp, harsh sounds. I want an audiophile. I don't know. I I think audiophile is someone. I don't know if it's music particularly or if it's just sounds. I'm sure there's like subcategories of audiophiles, so like Lindsay turning pa- pieces of paper right now. That's 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 gold right there. That's what the people want, right? That's <laughs> what they want to hear. It's not audiophile, but that's that's the most um, effort I'm going to put into it right now. <laughs> Is audiophile something though? Like you typed it in. It 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 didn't seem like it was like anything that pertained to that. It looked, it looked like it was like a uh what the fuck is a printer online magazine whose mission is to review unabridged and abridged audiobooks. Oh, audiophile. Yeah, okay, maybe that's where I heard of it's it. It's a magazine. So as a magazine, a person who loves music is a meliophile. So there you go. Not sound. That makes no sense to me. I guess like melody, it's like that's the. I mean, isn't that all of us? What about a sound? A sound file? Like you like sounds? Uh, I'm getting nothing. I'm getting when I type that in, it says musical file and audio file are two words I comically or commonly hear for people you use to describe people who love music. I don't. You know, like a foley artist, they like sounds. I think soundophile. Uh, <laughs> there, new word. I'm Tell Webster. I got him on speed dial. I'll call Webster up real quick. I've always imagined him as a very short person. Is that is that just me? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever imagined his height, but I always kind of envisioned him in like a plaid suit jacket, perhaps with a pipe. I kind of pictured. I the mean, KFC guy. Interesting. 
Does he have the accent too? Um, the a Kentucky accent, a Southern accent. Never really thought about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Well, get back to us on Twitter or Facebook, everybody. What do you think Webster looks like? What does he sound like? <laughs> I mean, he's dead. That's for sure. <laughs> what did he sound like? <laughs> I guess. I really, I really hope he was short. Cause I just like. I'm sure we could find a Webster. Webster, that's just like. That's a weird. I guess it wasn't his name, which is kind of upsetting. Well, what was his name then? The what I'm getting is George Miram. Uh, oh, it's Mir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, oh, and no, and Noah Webster. Yeah, it's Mir- okay. Miriam and Webster's dictionary. That would make sense. Noah Webster looks like fucking, uh, fucking Buchanan, the fucking no-name president before Lincoln. <laughs> no-name president. You don't talk shit on Buchanan. Yeah. <laughs> he hey, was a great president. I'm, I'm related no to Buchanan. Are you really? Actually, yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure. Really. Interesting. Yeah, the the fucking you, most useless president. You got Buchanan in your blood, huh? It's, yeah, my oh, there, dad's family's been here a long fucking time. There's got to be a more useless president out there. There's got to be. I mean, yeah. Or, yeah. Inconsequential. <laughs> but I'm sure there's others, especially from back then. Yeah. The guy who died in like 22 days. I mean, he was just really excited about being president, and then he fucking died. He didn't really do anything. Was that? A... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I want to say I'm gonna look it up. Is that Coolidge? No, it's not Coolidge. It's before Coolidge. Um, it's like ta- I think it's Taylor. Was it? It was pneumonia, right? Because of an inauguration day. Yeah, he was, like, super jazzed up about giving his speech, and he's like, I'm going to do a speech for fucking several hours, and then he got pneumonia and died. Yeah, that's crazy. Harrison. Oh, that was Harrison? He died of uh, pneumonia and typhoid uh, 31 days into his term. This is is not the first time we've talked about presidents dying. Do you remember when we talked about, uh, was it Garfield, when he got shot? Remember we were talking about him? Yeah, cause he and he like he like died really horribly, cause like they tried to like save him, and I think he was just like rotting away, and they like, I don't know, they did a lot of crazy shit trying to heal him. Yeah, cause it was like before yeah. like doctors like knew anything. He was president, um, serving from March fourth, eighteen eighty one, until his death by assassination. Which I believe took like six and a half months, it was saying. So he just like lingered with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly Like dying. with a bullet in his body. Yeah. Like, like I forgot oh where gosh. I read it, but I remember I, I brought it up on the podcast before. How like he was just like fucking shitting himself like all the time. And then he was just like dying in his bed and they just wouldn't let him die. Yeah. Because they wanted to make him live. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Dead Presidents, everyone. We just got the latest gossip on dead presidents. (laughs) That's great. Okay. Well, speaking of Secret Service, uh, this week on the podcast, we watched (laughs) the 2017 supernatural horror film, The Ritual. Rob would have loved this place. He's a good man. The best of us. You know, they have walking trails in England. 
pubs. Come on, man, where's your soul? Ah! Oh, oh, it's twisted, it's twisted. All right, yep. Oh. Easy, easy. Look, we go southwest through here. We cut the journey in half. Or through the forest? Yeah, why not? We should have gone to Vegas. Oh, you'd have found something to fall over in Vegas too, mate. Now, is it me, or is it really quiet in here? It's been gutted. Could be hunters out here. Bait, possibly. Or it's the bit they don't show you in the nature documentary. It's a warning. We shouldn't be here. Where the hell are we, Huts? We should pitch the tents. This is ridiculous, man. Luke, you're getting soaked. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. Come on. It was a nightmare, Phil. Well, what happened to you, then? We got spooked and we had bad dreams, all right? I woke up last night. Look, look at this. Nothing has done that to you. You've done it to yourself. Why do you have to deny everything like that? Because I, I do not value your judgment. We need to be working together, man. Gift for segues. Um, yes, and I believe is this is is this an English film originally? Apparently, it's English. Okay. Yeah, I think it. I think it is. Or it's this American movie with yeah. four British actors. Yeah, so it's it was distributed by E1 Films in the UK, and from like the little research that I did, I, I don't think it did too hot. So. It was then like really picked up by Netflix, pretty quickly. And okay. That. I thought it was like it became, a. Oh, okay. Netflix That's what it was. Start. And when I discovered that, I. You know what? I'll just save that for Dis- Defender Destroy. Oh, Getting a little ahead okay. of myself. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll pump the brakes. We'll get there. It's <laughs> fine. We'll get there. I know we're all amped up. <laughs> I feel like Netflix. Netflix really uses. Uh, Netflix original mm-hmm. very liberally, like they this like yeah, like Arrested Development. See, they're like they're like call that original. That's it's true. like That's fucking true. that existed first, way before the best you three were seasons around. were prior <laughs> to being on Netflix. Yeah, season four <laughs> is okay in my book. Controversial yeah. opinion, okay. Season five, terrible. Uh, and I yeah, is there a like, season six? Oh no, there's a season five part two, and I even and I, I, I can't even watch yeah, it. It's no, so right. bad. I don't think Porsche's even on it. Um, that's, uh, what's her name? The sister, the twin sister to Jason Bateman. Um, she... Yeah, Lindsay. I know what you're talking about. I don't she's, remember she's her name in the show. Two. Or very little. 
But, you know, speak, yeah, thank God Netflix, though, they picked this one up from the, the depths of, you know, I guess UK box office hell <laughs> and decided that they could maybe get some more viewership on Netflix. I wish there was a way to look up statistics of, like, viewership on Netflix, because well, I'm very curious. That would be very cool information to What have. that looks like. Um, and to that point, I know... Because they, they just, like, cancel stuff for, like, no reason. Like, oh, this is not doing that well, but, like, yeah. how do you know? Like, it could be doing very well. So, in, in case nobody has heard of the ritual... You can check it out on Netflix. As we've discussed, that's where it's at. It was picked up uh, 2017. It is a film based on the 2011 novel of the same name by Adam uh, Novell. Essentially, the the story follows uh, their five friends in the UK. And they plan on going to a trip into the woods, a walk into the woods as part of their annual tradition of these yearly meetups something in their past uh, has made them estranged with each other can i can and i pause you right there <laughs> no this is perfect this is a per- a perfect wrap up yeah what's up their conversation about going on a trip is so weird to me they're like 35 year old men that are acting like they're in college 21 year old frat boys yeah what the fuck is that about they're like he's like yeah i want a party in spain <laughs> it's just like man like aren't you tired like i'm tired and i'm like i'm like i'm like younger than you and like you want to do a bunch of drugs and drink alcohol like i guess that's fine but like i don't know it was just like weird like all of them were like the same person and like except for one guy he's just like i'm married <laughs> like but like there he was like the good he was like i had a i have a good marriage right. <laughs> yeah i kind of yeah. wondered what was wrong with me because i was like yeah i yeah, don't they... really like do that stuff anymore i never did drugs just so everybody knows but um yeah i, <laughs> I did drugs but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just kind of like, huh, am I doing it wrong? You know, I, I feel like they definitely, they wanted you to feel like they were college friends, but they weren't reminiscing on stories. It was like, this is what we do. Yeah, it's like, this like, is what we did last week. 35 <laughs> married children. Yeah. But, and, and that's what, they tried to set it up where main protagonist, um, I'm blanking on his, on his name. Yeah, what are their names? Um... I believe it's Luke. Luke is our main protagonist uh, in this film. Um, and, and he's meant, I believe, to be portrayed as sort of like the one who's not married and is like kind of a, you know, he's still partying or he's he's the one who always wants to go out and do the crazier things. But those guys feel like they're like still down to do it. <laughs> like there's not so much of a discrepancy between them that it, it makes him seem like he's yeah. way, way off base. Yeah, so we have Luke is our main character, played by Roth Spall, I believe his name is. Um, who yeah. did he look familiar to any of you guys? I didn't recognize yeah. a single or, person. Oh, not at all. 
the, the first guy, or the main character... Oh, that's where I've seen him. Okay. Um, he had a, a small role in... I'm sorry, he was the writer of Life of Pi. Oh, um, random. Film. But he was in The Big Short. That's where oh, I've I seen haven't him. seen him. And he was in an episode of the... Okay, yeah. And I think he was in an episode of Black Mirror as hmm. well. So, I mean, low... He's not a huge star, but I guess he's in a few sure. things. Otherwise, not too many big-name actors in this film. Kind of some relatively unknowns. Typical, I guess, of really generally lower-budget horror films. So then, the rituals we were setting up, these guys are talking about their annual trip. Um, that's the setup, and... Luke decides that he wants to make a run to the liquor store before they all have wants to home. keep the party going. Yeah, he wants to keep the party going. To which everybody's like, "Oh, come on, Luke! I don't, I don't want to do that." <laughs> but his friend uh, Rob, who had suggested going on a hiking trip in Sweden for their next one, says, "I'll go in with him." And as they're going in to buy the liquor, it's clearly being held up by. Robbers, junkies, whatever, who are trying to get their money. And our main character, Luke, hides behind a shelf as Rob is left to the open to these intruders. And they ended up killing Rob right there. Um, the fucking machete. Kind of Luke. With a machete. Yeah, machete to like the face. Um, because he wouldn't give up his wedding ring. Um, yeah, c- come on, man. I'm sorry. It sucks. Just give it up. You can buy buy a new yeah. one. If it's custom yeah. made, that sucks, obviously. But you took a machete to the face, and he died. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. I I really wasn't expecting that. I didn't know what to expect going this movie. But I didn't expect that like intro that to be the first scene of the movie. Is <laughs> a couple of a couple of buddies are out and then gets a machete to the face in a robbery, which is our start. Which leads us, they basically jump forward to the rest of the group in the wilderness somewhere, which we're meant to believe, we learn, is them going on their annual trip, but they're in that Swedish wilderness that Rob would have wanted, who was the one who took the machete to the face and passed away. So it's really kind of their next trip is in memorial of him. uh, because, And you can kind of, I guess, tell that there's some animosity between all of them. Kind of a... yeah. Awkwardness in the end. Like, they kind of... It's spread out through the movie, but, like, he obviously feels remorse for not doing anything. Mm -hmm. But I also... His, like, friends, like, give him shit. It's like, okay, sure, he was holding on to the bottle and, like, contemplating on doing something, but what would... What possibly could have he... What would he have done? Like... I I, I, I did, that whole concept of for the movie for me was lost on me because I was like, what could he have done? Like, attack them and then he also take a machete to the face because they had a fucking machete. He has a bottle. Maybe he got the drop on them, but like, they're like super yeah. blaming him when when like he did a very like normal human reaction to be afraid. And, like, you're doing, like, self-preservation at that point. And, like, yeah, you le- you left your friend, which sucks. But, like, I just feel like that's a very, like, normal behavior that he did. And they, like, 
really like fixated on that that he was like oh like you're a bad person for letting your friend die it's like he's just kind of an asshole but like he did something exactly. that everyone else would really do he's no do. worse than the rest of them I'm sure no they all seem to be the kind of the same person and I just think they wanted to attach like they wanted to put blame on somebody and it had to be him because he was in there just to feel better about yeah. it like like because I feel like they feel guilty that they they said no I'm not going in like we don't want anything so we'll sit out here so maybe partially they feel the blame that they didn't go in but they can blame it on Luke because he was, there. He was yeah. in there you, yeah. you could have done something um, we literally weren't in there um, and so it also for the sake of story it's I guess supposed to be a good setup for this a strange trip in the wilderness and will Luke redeem himself to his friends which be this being a horror podcast, you can expect that some weird things happen in those woods um, to these men. I just thought that that for me that was just like a lazy, like, thing to tack onto. They could have made it more interesting to me, but they, I don't know. I found it very dumb. The, the setup, like Rob being killed, and then the yeah, I mean Luke. Yeah, I, I did not like that. I thought that was very stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I might get into it later when, like, the end ending and spoilers, but I thought maybe that incident would come back later um, and, like, have a point, like, why they had to put that in there. Yeah. For, like, Luke, Luke to do something different later, but he, it didn't really seem like that had Yeah, you kind of see that in the middle of the movie a lot, like, where he has, like, flashbacks, like, very intense, like, vivid... Um, hallucinations because uh yeah 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 i'll try i'll try and explain it because it's very weird (laughs) they're the so they go their friend like hurts themselves and he's a big they think he's a big baby but they want to ease his suffering by making a shortcut through the like these woods that are are well preserved for many years in sweden or whatever the hell they are um and they come across some pretty fucking weird shit. They stay in a house and come across, like, um, witchcraft, they think. Uh, kind of looks like Blair Witch Project kind of weird bullshit with triangles and stuff in the trees. Um, and that's when, like, he... I think it's, like, the the night day at the cabin when they all have the nightmare. And they all have, like, really intense nightmares. They, like, piss themselves and they get, like physically like hurt so it's like really implied that there's like another presence there and then he that's when he has the nightmare about like the convenience store again and then it's like you see that like outside and it like comes again like throughout the movie but i think at least two of them i think are in the middle chunk of the movie and one of them i believe is like where Lindsay would talk about in the end i believe is how it went if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. that's right. And like more middle part of the movies when they're like dealing with like just being lost and like traveling and they're seeing weird, sh- more weird shit. Like the, was it the elk that was like in the tree? That was just like really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they saw that. Right when they went into the woods, it was like an elf that was killed yeah. and it was hanging up in the in the tree. It was like right before they found that cat. Yeah. 
Oh, was it before or I thought it was after? I couldn't remember. It was like... It was like right before... Because they, at night is when they found the cabin. It was pouring That's rain. That's right. So they had, they had right. to They had to go in. They needed shelter. Yeah. I I don't remember what really happens else in the middle. I'm trying to think where the end part of the middle is. And I guess... It's mainly them just, like, being lost, and then, like, I feel like it may be the end, like, I know I'm skimming over shit, because I feel like there's, it's a big meaty middle. It's probably, like, they probably lose, like, two of their friends in the middle, I would say. Uh, it's, like, it's just them, like, in an AIC, like, there's, like, a creature that you can't really see that's stalking them. Um, you see glimpses of it. Uh, like in in the background, in the middle part of the movie, he claims two of their friends, one of them who's a lesser Luke. He's like, "I'm strong, but you're stronger than me. You should uh, go ahead and try and find some help." And then he's like the first one killed, or whatever. And then there's like a good amount of time that passes by, and then like, their Indian friend. Phil, I don't know. I think. He's a person of, person of color. A better way of putting it, because I don't know what the hell <laughs> anyone is. <laughs> but yeah, he. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I can't really honestly like, they like look very different, but I also can't tell any of them apart because they all have the same personality. They're all just like macho men, that just like, mm-hmm. are not. They're just like. One's a little macho than the other. That's, like, really about it. That's, like, their only differences. Like, one of them has, like, nice shoes. Another one has glasses. Another one is strong. And another one is stronger. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the basic distinction. And, and none of them had... They they didn't have... Where they had the setup where each one of them could have had, like, a special skill for something. Or a, a distinct characteristic, like, you know, you see in slashers, the archetypes. Yeah. You could have had something like that here, and it seemed like they were trying to set it up. Like, the, the one blonde-haired guy with the glasses, I think, yeah. could have easily been, like, the fool character. They um, kind of framed him that way. Um, which they... But not really. They didn't really, didn't really he, develop it that much. Exactly, yeah. He became one of the macho guys, where he would, like, talk back and be like, yeah. No, you're an idiot, Luke. You don't get it. And it's like, well, he wouldn't say that if he was, like, the yeah. character. He would be more in the background. They should have made him more, like, of a bitch. You know, lack of yeah. better words escape me, but, like, it's just, like... It's, <laughs> like, they didn't make him different enough. Like, uh, they should have made mm-hmm. him, like, really ner- really leaned on him being, like, a, a whiny person. Because they complained about him being whiny. And, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and he's like, okay. Yeah, and the guy with the shoes... They're like he's just a rich, a rich boy. I don't know. That's an easy one. And then, one of them could be strong. You could have a strong guy, but like have two strong guys. Like, I guess he had a compass and like knew stuff about maps. But like, mm-hmm. I literally don't know anyone's names yeah. because they're they're like blend together. They're all like, blob. <laughs> yeah, they're all blobs. <laughs> they're all yeah. gray Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. It was all like Luke, Rob, Rick, like all these like really one syllable basic names too. And I what was the fourth guy's name? Parse you apart. 
Uh, I Joe. don't know. <laughs> I, I think what? Yeah, it's something like that. Oh no, that, Dom. That's Dom. I guess that's kind of interesting name, but also yeah. you know that's three letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I think, I mean, that that really is the crux of the middle part, is them going in the woods. A couple of them get picked off, it looks like, by some creature that we don't really see, but we do kind of get glimpses of something, like, moving or making noise in the background. Um, and it's following them. Yeah. And they're lost, <laughs> of course. I think um, they're lost now. Yeah, so by the time we get to the third act, we're left with two, Dom and uh, Luke. Um, and they, like, I think they wake up in a cellar, um, and they're trapped by these people. There's, like, a witch, there's this young woman, I think there's two men. Um, random, you know, people, of course, that they don't, they've never seen before. Um, and these, this group of people decide to use Dom as their sacrifice, as it's revealed. Um, they worship this character, or this character, creature, um, and they, I don't know how to say the god's name, so I'm not going to try, but um, he's supposed to be um, like the bastard son of Loki yeah. um, in Scandinavian mythology. Um, they worship him, they make sacrifices to him, um, and in return they're supposed to get immortality as it goes, as we find out. Um, so um, that leaves Luke, and he's told um, by the young woman that he's got two choices. Um, he can choose to worship with the rest of them, or um, he can die. So uh, they take Dom upstairs, and we can only hear him uh, scream, so we can assume um, that he's being beaten. But um, and I, I didn't expect to see him again at that point, but he does come back down um, and is momentarily with Luke before he uh, gets sent to be sacrificed in front of all of these people to this god. Um, and... Uh, What's interesting is that when the god, like, emerges from the forest, um, he looks to Dom like his wife, Gail, and he actually, earlier in the movie, was waking up from his nightmare when they were all staying at that little hut house thing, shouting Gail. So I'm thinking that the creature appeared to him as his wife then, too. So, um, he, he's calling out to his wife at that moment too so he's not afraid of what's about to happen to him um so and meanwhile luke is still stuck in the cellar he's trying to free himself to save dom um but it ends up being too late he ends up being impaled by the creature on a tree um and then after that luke is able to finally free himself um he goes upstairs and is greeted by a ton of um like mummified worshipers is what they were called when i looked at at it online um yeah yeah that, that was, was super weird. weird um but it was a total boss move when he like burned the whole thing down um and then he uh catches the god's attention by doing that of course um he finds a rifle and uh he goes downstairs and i just love the moment where he like punches the witch in the face um <laughs> and uh <laughs> He, by now, like, the creature has a hold of the young woman, I guess, um, and that's when Luke shoots the creature, um, so that's when he starts chasing Luke, um, into the forest, Luke hits it with an axe, um, 
And then, so they're doing this little chase, and then Luke finally makes it out to an open field. Um, and then we find that we see that the uh, god is confined to the forest, so he can't uh, follow Luke out. Um, and then there's just kind of like interesting back and forth thing going on um, between the god and Luke, where they're like roaring at each other in anger. Um, and then uh, mm -hmm. after that, Luke just kind of you know, uh, dusts himself off and uh, starts toward a, an open road. And that's, uh, that's the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good, uh, good summation of that, that final climactic act three yeah. when they're at that house. I think it got a little bit better in the third act. Um, mm. You know, prior to that, I just, I, I don't know. It was, it wasn't that suspenseful to me. No, because they didn't, like, really show, I agree, the creature, really. And, like, you wouldn't even see, you might see, like, the person dead, like, impaled or something. But um, it never really felt like the threat was that imminent, especially to Luke, the main character. It always felt like... The things are happening. Yeah, they should have teased the monster yeah. more. Like, I think... Um, I think the monster actually looks really cool. Um, I think that's one of the things that they got right. Um, but, like... Mm -hmm. I don't know, like you said, the immediate threat, like... You know, it's kind of doing, like, what Jaws did. Where, like, you see... But you see them... The shark, like, attack... Several times, but you just don't really see it until, like, you know the last 20 minutes of the movie and that's kind of what they did here but they didn't i feel like they didn't tease the monster enough to warrant like the you know the kind of scare that they were I going for you. i think more mm -hmm. could have been done yeah yeah i also found in the third act very interesting that when he luke went up to like the congregation of the worshippers that clearly were the people who were like mummified corpses they were the people gaining immortality from these sacrifices that they were really like he walked in there and like they didn't move or anything because they were just like basically there, not there and then he saw one move and then he just like nonchalantly was like <laughs> nah I'm not gonna fuck with this and like lit <laughs> one of them on fire like very slowly and then like they all caught on yeah. fire that and he's great. like walked out of there. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't yeah. even seem like he was really that shocked. Maybe he wouldn't be at that point. Like after all this stuff. Yeah, total like, control. Yeah, no and you see, I guess that's the point where maybe you know originally he didn't act in the convenience store, and now he is acting. Is maybe supposed to be that arc, but right. at that point, all of his friends are yeah. dead. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So they're like, yeah. you're not really like having a a redemption here. You're just like, I don't know, trying to survive at that point. And I've got like, I got like kind of like, hmm. la even though I don't, I actually haven't seen. Okay, I've seen the remake mm -hmm. of Last House on the Left. I got, like, that kind of vibe from those, like, weird hill yeah. people from, like, whatever the fuck they are in the Swedish wilderness. 
They were like weird, but they also had like witchy elements to them. So like I don't know what the fuck was going I, on. I, agree. With I that. wish that would have been. They kind of like were thrown like, in last minute. That Act two instead of them being <laughs> picked off one by one by the monster is like. Excuse me. Um, they they ran into that house. Like instead of it being the abandoned house, it was that house. Because like, I definitely agree with like Lindsay. Once it got there, it picked up, and I feel like it's just because yeah, that probably would that be better. Other element of human maybe involved in like the, the witch element, or like oh, this is the ritual from the, the title, and we're gonna figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, to some extent, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the ending when he made it to the clearing? And he, Marlon Brando, streetcar named Desire, just started screaming at the, at the monster. Stella. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I was like, that was dumb. Yeah, like, I don't know. This movie made some weird choices and it was just like, it like looks fine. Like it does, it looks, I don't know. Like, it's shot, like, decently well, and the acting's, like, okay. It's not, like, bad. It's, like, I feel like a pretty average movie, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't really, like, do anything for me, honestly. Yeah. Where do you guys think, I might have mentioned this earlier, this kind of, where you would place this movie in a subgenre of horror? If someone... Like, you had to recommend it. You'd say it's kind of like this film, or it has these elements, so it'd fall here. Yeah. It's a good question. I guess it's kind of like... Uh... Not really. I was going to think Descent, but not really, because, like, mm-hmm. it's like a group of friends that, like, find some weird people. But, like... It's more, I guess they're, they're, well, they, they're more creatures in descent and like the people in the ritual and there's also a monster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one's kind of hard to classify, yeah. I guess, in my opinion. It is like, like I, I've seen Troll Hunter. Mm-hmm. So like that had like similar vibes. Cause like, you know, that they must really like some weird folklore in that. In that area. Because <laughs> I feel like every horror movie has to deal with, like, weird folklore. Well, I guess we said Krampus. That was a holiday one. But that's, like, folklore. Creature, feature, somewhat. Um, this one... Yeah. It, it deals with the creature quite a bit. But it also... It feels like... I don't think there's really witchcraft. I think it's all the creature and the god. of uh, The bastard son of Loki. Like, Jotun, I think is the name. Or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds close. So it's mythology, god, creature, mm-hmm. kind of. But, and you mentioned earlier, Pete, Blair Witch Project too. That like, the, it, that first act and Act Two, definitely Act Two, kind of feels Blair Witchy, like where you you see those like little yeah. crosses or whatever they are, and they're lost in the woods. It has those elements. Yeah, they they pieced together like cool things from like other movies, like. They like they had some cool elements from Blair Witch that they thrown in there, and but they just couldn't quite stick mm-hmm. the landing 
for a lot of the times, and I, I don't know, like, why. Maybe it is, like, just the characters mainly for me, because I was really not interested with them. Like, I've seen some pretty bad horror movies, and then I have, like, I've enjoyed dumber characters way more, because, like, they lean, you know, they embrace the stereotypes, and, like, now, I, like, it, like, I've complained about this the whole time, like, it's just, like, we had four of the same people, like, and then, like, they, like, had, like, very uninteresting conversations to me, and then they, like, acted, like, they were the best friends that, like, were too close to each other. Like, I think that was implied at some point. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I was like, why? Because they went camping? Like, I, 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 like, just didn't know what, like, I think it was, like, an offhanded comment by one of the friends. And I'm just like, how? I, like, don't understand what they do. That's weird. Like, they they look very, like, fucking average Joes over there that just, like, talk about football and European football um and beer <laughs> like I don't know like what else they really talked about <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I'll, I'll mention this comment um like right before Defend and Destroy but like what you said Pete we're kind of talking about the movie itself and like they, Roger Ebert, one of the re- reviewers, wrote the mi- the most disappointing kind of bad horror movie, because it's the kind that's too smart to be this dumb. <laughs> Where a lot of the praise here that I'm seeing is like everybody's like, you know, it's a it's a cool concept, like it's really good style, like he's shot well, good production design, like the monsters interesting, but it like missed the opportunity to like, it's like good. bring it all together, I guess. Yeah. What, what it, Good way of yeah, putting it. I com- yeah, it's absolutely. It's like all agree. there, but it just didn't tie off in a little bow. Yeah. It like, instead of doing like a, what they call it when you land a like, like a five point landing or whatever, is that, you know what I'm talking about? Where they like rained themselves with like crash landings. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like a two point landing, not a five point landing. <laughs> uh, before we go into uh, Defender Destroy, I got some trivia for you guys. Thank you. Trivia. Um, as always, I uh, <laughs> usually head to IMDb for these, but um, so first piece. Um, some of these movie scenes, I guess, are based on the seventies horror rituals. Did you guys pick up on any of that? Because I didn't. So a lot of the, so the the movie and itself or the scenes like were paying homage to seventies horror rituals. I guess some rituals. of the movie scenes, yeah. Okay, um, I mean, I I can't think of any seventies off the top of my head. Okay. Maybe that's a British one too, right? It's also another. Wicker Wick, um, Wicker Man, maybe. Yeah, Wicker Man. I can only. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like, it's cold. Except it wasn't weird. It wasn't. It wasn't weird enough because like Wicker Man's real weird. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really get too much of that. Honestly, like I thought, like, 
Because it wasn't like Rosemary's Baby, which yeah. is, I know, 60s. I'm it was of empty. I'm trying to think what other ritual type yeah, movies I've giving. seen of that era, and I can't really yeah, think of anything apparently. else at the moment. Um, that's the case. Um, this is something interesting um, as far as foreshadowing, um, and not something I noticed. Um, but in the scene after Rob was killed in the store, um, as the rest of the group is waking up, they leave their tents in the order they end up dying. Um, so that's Hutch, Phil, then Dom. So yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of, yeah. And then um, last bit, uh, the first tagline they came up for the movie was they should have gone to Vegas because, you know, in the beginning of the movie they're discussing where they want to go. Um, but uh, because of the massacre that happened in October 2017, the tagline became they should have gone to Ibiza. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So. But even, even that tagline seems like, it's almost like tongue-in-cheek, like trying to be funny. Like, you know, ironic to the film, but I don't, I didn't like get that vibe from the movie ever that this was like, don't take this movie too seriously. I always felt like it was trying to be, create this element of doom and like, this is really scary. But that tagline makes it seem like, well, they should have gone to so and so. A bit more lighthearted than it actually is. Yeah. Kirby enthusiasm music. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a stand-up special. <laughs> Thank you for the trivia, Lindsay. Appreciate it. As always. I'll make a little theme song coming in for trivia. That's so, all I have. That's all I have. <laughs> so got a little segue. I can do that. Pete, any... Nice. Would you do, like, like Jeopardy's Corner or something? I don't know. Pete, would you like a, <laughs> a theme song for Creepy Headlines? <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want you to make it, and then it'll never get used, because I always I'm, forget I'm to I'm okay with that up. being a bit. Like, in time for Creepy Headline, and just play the theme song, yeah. and then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was pretty... Uh, bold of me to 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 try and do one every episode i feel like it's actually really hard to tie one yeah it's really hard to tie one in but when you do it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's like one every like year my favorite (laughs) one i think was theater of blood was that the one with vincent price is that the name of it yeah like unprompted in like the middle of the episode pete's like oh wait matt i got a creepy headline Oh, well, sure. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Well, without further ado, should we defend or destroy the ritual? Who wants to take yeah. it away? Um, I'll start. So um, I'm going to admit to all of you here, um, this was my pick. Um you know, and, uh, I would have chosen differently if I had known, um, how it was going to end. Uh, I, I just, I, I thought it was just okay. You know, as we kind of discussed earlier, it lacked, um, a certain something. Um, so, I mean, and just okay is not a defend, so it's going to have to be a destroy. Um, 
I did like I did think that the strongest actor was the lead Luke. I did like um, him, and as I said, I did think it got a little bit more interesting as it went on. But honestly, it was hard to pay attention um, from like <laughs> looking up from my phone and like watching the movie until the third act. Then I was um, a bit more um, glued to it. But yeah, like it just lacked something for me. I'm not really even sure I know what it is, but yeah, it's gonna be a destroy. Um, okay. So, for me, we watched this almost a month ago. <laughs> That's when I watched it, at least. <laughs> um, very early stages of the coronavirus. <laughs> and now we're in a very time where the coronavirus is prevalent. And I would say that looks way more appetizing than oh. this movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. That's a bold statement, my friend. Uh, I yeah, wondered I where that movie. was going. I was okay. it was a good payoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty extreme, but I really disliked this movie. It was super boring to me. I was just like I was like mad at how bored I was. I was just like, Ugh, God how long is this movie? Like, fuck. This guy, they're all the same. I'm, again, I'm just mad about that. They, they were so lazy, so lazy with that shit. And then, like, that that thing I had a huge gripe with, him being like, yo, come here and fucking save your friend, you pussy. And they're like, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Why are you mad at him? He was scared. Leave him alone. situation. <laughs> Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole who has feelings. Does <laughs> yeah. right. that leave me to see if it's unanimous or not? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. All right. Um, I will say, um, for starters, when Lindsay picked this film, uh, for the whole time up until I pressed play, I thought this movie was actually the right, the movie starring Anthony Hopkins from like 2006 or something. <laughs> I thought I that's the movie we were watching. <laughs> and I checked the text and said, oh, no, it's The Ritual. Okay, we'll look up a different movie. Um, but I went into The Ritual, didn't really know anything. Um, and I'll have to agree with, you know, uh, really Lindsay's synopsis is... It had a lot of good elements to it. I thought, like, the hallucination scenes where he's in the middle of the woods was, like, really cool design. Um, it was a cool element, interesting. I just don't think it ever really, you know, tied itself in a bow or really had an impact. There was no real arc. Uh, he, he gets out at the end of the day, but the things that happened at the beginning didn't really have an effect on the end. A lot of good things going for it, but it just kind of did feel like they were thrown in. Um, uh, to look interesting so that's really cool about the film I will destroy it though I, I won't defend it um, I I didn't particularly enjoy the ritual uh, but I did enjoy, I'll do, I did enjoy watching it I'll say that because I didn't know about it and it kind of had gave me the same feeling of The Void like which is another I think it's like 2015, 2014 like lower budget like yeah, people like trying to make um a different type of horror movie and 
it kind of, it didn't feel like a blockbuster film. It didn't feel like a movie that was made 20 years ago. And so I like going into watching movies like that. Didn't really land for me, but um, I'm always enticed to see ones like that. See how they like Starry Eyes. I, I think I defended Starry Eyes. Wait, is it Starry Eyes? Is that I the think name you of that both one? did. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. I, I yeah. think Ritual, Void, Starry Eyes kind of fall into that same time frame, not blockbuster type horror movies. They're they're similar like budget mm-hmm. and like yeah. look good movies. Like they're like low budget. They they paid money right. for the camera, so that looks good. And they had like okay, these actors are not horrible, but they're not like amazing. Yeah, um, and I enjoy watching those. And that, that this colony falls in that category, but I will destroy. <laughs> I will destroy the ritual. I think I've destroyed all three of those movies. Interesting, interesting. I think I, I think I did. I definitely well, you know destroyed what? the void. It's uh, and... it's a pretty easy search for me because I have the podcast spreadsheet in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to update that again. That little informational fact sheet that we have. Alright, well, I believe that's a unanimous destroy um, from the It Records gang on The Ritual, but you don't have to take our word for it. If you want to watch it, it's on Netflix right now. You can check it out for yourself. It's it's a tight like hour and a half, including credits, so it's a quick watch. And until next time... It's three no fuss thirties if you want to look at it that way. <laughs> but until next time, you know, get at us on Facebook and Twitter, our social media if you want us to do any sort of episode or mini episode. Listen to us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's not true. Pretty only much Apple. Um, you'll find us on there. Um, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, but until next time, I am Matt Johnson, and I remain in the shadows. I'm Peter Hansen. I am not coughing. I don't have a fever. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs>